Music Superstore, Jamie's Record Shop, and Tejano TV. And now, let's get on with the show! Oh, my oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Hey, I wanted Chente to recognize me, man. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> That's the only way he's going to recognize you? <laughs> oh, man. We'll get into that here in a little bit. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us here on this Wednesday night. We're on Tejano TV. And, of course, we're on Facebook and YouTube. And, of course, we want to thank our sponsors, my baby, Lila Cervantes, with Lila Lee Promotions, Archie's Homestyle Burger here in Catula, Texas, Danny Farias and Marasul Tequila, the new yeah, Marasul Tequila. <laughs> and of course, our new sponsor out there in San Antonio, Janie's Record Shop. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here. I am El Guy Juan Mendoza, and I'm the Demonator or Destructor. Sorry, Mark is the Midnight Mariachi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Please. There you go. And, in the, and in this corner, we have. Crickets, crickets. Yeah. crickets. Oh, we got a cricket. I, I was just trying to do the Brady Bunch thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, "It's <laughs> <laughs> over here." Man. You How's guys are gonna have to forgive me. My name is Chente and I'm just proud to be here on the uh, Three Amigos show here on the right. radio. And, uh, right. Right. Yes, sir. Smiley. Right on. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have to edit the little pause in between the silence. <laughs> <laughs> the silence. Hey, man, Chip. you guys are going to have to forgive me, but I'm going to be fanboy all night tonight, man, because I've known this guy forever, and he's just one of the most amazing musicians ever, ever conceived, man. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. 16 years old is when this guy, I he started studio sessions, 16 years old, at Manny Music. Yeah, it was a little before that, but 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 when I got to Manny, man, I met all you guys and, and uh, you know... I was playing with La Tropa back in the day before, you know, I was there 
when they went from Los Hermanos Farias to <laughs> Tropa F. You know, because, you know, Manny being the genius that he was, you know, he said, look, there's Hermanos bands all day long, you know. Yeah. And if you guys want a good commercial, you need to change the name to La Tropa F because that name, uh, we got it from this guy named uh, Placido Salazar, right? And, and he's the one that would say because he, you know, the F troop from back then. Yeah. Right. So he said La Tropa F and it just stuck. So Manny was like, that's, that's, that's the name. And then later on, of course, in the nineties, you know, the big boom in the nineties, you remember the nineties D? <laughs> yeah. oh, he's, still, he's still living in the nineties right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. So I mean, and then the years went on and, and, uh, I, uh, I decided to do some other things and, and, uh, in 1993, I ended up with Jay Perez and his band and, and uh, just made, that? made a bunch of noise with that. And, uh, <laughs> and 1998, I, I was only with Jay for like five and a half years. It seemed like I was there longer, but, but <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, there was a lot going on, man. I mean, you know, and you know what, D? I remember we oh. were in Abilene one, one, one show and it was Jay Perez, Culturas, and I forgot some, I guess it was some local band that opened up. And we were playing at the Civic Center in Abilene, and I remember yep. I wanted I wanted something from Whataburger. And you said, well, jump in the van, I'll take you. So here, there we are, me and you, in the Culturas van with the trailer and everything with it, <laughs> going to Whataburger. And I remember we're at a stoplight, we're at a red light, and I told you, go. And you just went, and it wasn't even, anyway. It, <laughs> we, almost didn't, we almost didn't make the show, let me just say that. But, but we had a lot of fun, right? So... The only thing, the only thing I regret, man, you know what I regret, though, dude? As long as we've known each other, we have never played on the same stage together. We uh, yeah. never, and I've all, you were the only drummer that that played the stuff I heard in my head because I was a big fan, fan of Ed Shaughnessy from The Tonight Show. And man, he would just kick all over the place. He would watch and he'd just kick. And I'm, there are very few drummers that do that, but you're one of those guys. When I saw you play for the first time, it was like, it was the La Vita when Jay first came out. <laughs> wow. And it was like, dog, God, who is this guy? Because I knew you. He's wow. gente. There's, there's few people that have this one name. You've, you've got Jay, you've got, see, you've got Jay, Selena, Emilio, Cher, and you've got Chente. <laughs> because you, you say Chinten, everybody knows who you're talking with. Let me um, well, you know, uh, uh, going back to uh, going back to the '90s, man. Do you remember playing at the George R. Brown Convention oh, Houston. in Houston? And there was like ten bands, and they had everybody had their own stage. They they had uh, Mafia was there. Uh, Mafia was there. Yeah, Mafia had their own stage, and then they had a regional Mexican stage, and they had a Tejano stage. And at the Hano stage, the only bands that were there were Culturas and Jay Perez. And I remember at the time, we wanted to kick everybody's ass. So I remember, remember Barney, our sound man? He yeah, Barney. Was, yeah, okay, Barney. And then I think you guys had Kevin and I don't know who Kevin else. Kevin We combined the, the sound system <laughs> so that we could blow everybody away, man. And I remember that was crazy, man. We combined lights and PA and drums. <laughs> I remember I set up this big old drum set and Andy's like, uh, well, I guess I'm using your drum. <laughs> <laughs> For no, those of you uh, out there who don't know who Chente is, this guy has played on more. You've, you've heard him on every famous Tejano song there is, basically. 
He's played with everybody. He plays drums. He plays keyboards. He plays bajo sexto, and he sings background vocals for everybody too. And, yeah. And then now he's stepped out front and center, and he's how many Grammys have you won? I lost track. Technically four, but I only have one. They got lost. They got lost in the mail or something. But, uh, oh, you believed him when they said it's in the mail, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting, man. FedEx hasn't came around yet. But uh, no, but and I say that because you know in the Grammys there's there's uh, there's people that are in charge that yeah you know like they, they just uh, it, it comes down to paperwork. You know what I mean? And if your name is not on that paperwork, well, guess what? You don't get a trophy. And the guy that the guy that played two songs got a trophy, but the guy that played ten songs, well, where's my trophy at? But anyway, wow. that's another story. Yes. Um, but because D said we had to have fun, so I don't want to get negative. <laughs> no, 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 no. This this show more than anything is about the truth because people. I mean, the, the the audience sees you know they see the star up there they they think the music business is all fun and games and it's it's all business it's all business and there are upsides and there are downsides um like for instance man what do you do on your days that you're not playing man what do you do when i don't play i uh try to catch up in the studio and that's never that's a never-ending thing i've been trying to take out a record for the last two years um it just you get caught up man uh, it's like you guys. I mean, I, I remember y'all's record was coming out last year sometime. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and no, yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, you just get caught up. But, but, but honestly, um, I deliver auto parts part-time, man. Uh, oh, no. So, so you don't have a big mansion and you have a driver and your valet? Oh, man, I live uh, I live in the projects. No, <laughs> <laughs> no man, but, but I, I, I live out in the country. And uh, it's 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 great out here, uh, on a few acres, and and, and uh, you know the uh, out here I live in between San Antonio and Pleasanton. Okay, so I live oh, okay. out in the out in the boonies, if you will, right south. You, live, you live in watermelon country. There you go. So so uh, you know uh, <laughs> how would you know that? Oh, 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 you want to go there, you chili smoking taco bending? <laughs> no, let, let's. I got some marasulte. Do you remember? Right here, do, you remember on, do you remember uh, John B? Yeah, I remember John B. John B. Is background vocalist for Jay Fettis. He was us was with us for a while. He's a tax guy now, or he's always been a tax guy. But one day. Uh, <laughs> One day we were joking and I don't know and I, and, and I I said the n word right and I and I didn't mean it in what, a bad said way. I just said it and he turned around and I was like oh shit I'm sorry bro I didn't I didn't even know you were in the room but I didn't mean it <laughs> you know I'm just trying to be cool you know that's what everybody says now no you know what was weird is that I just got back from Michigan uh, last week last weekend was it last weekend no the yeah. weekend before that two weekends ago we were in Michigan Lansing Michigan. And then we did a thing in Toledo, Ohio, and all the people up there, man, that's all they say. Yeah. And this, and that, and this, and that. I'm looking around, going, "Well, is it gonna be the same if I say it?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 I'm talking about Latinos. Everybody says, "Yeah." It. It's like a. I mean, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. It'll, it'll be it'll be horrible that one time you join in, everybody turns around like. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the record scratch? It's great. <laughs> 
No, see, I have a, I have a particular problem. I mean, People have been saying that for ages, and to, to ignore something gives it too much power. To say, oh, you can't say that anymore. You're giving that word power when it really doesn't mean anything, especially when, like, when, all, when all us niggas talk together, we're just talking, and we're friends, and there's nothing meant by it. So I'm, I say nigga all day long, especially to you, Timothy. I'll say, I'll say nigga to you, to you first before I'll say it to Marcus. <laughs> he does it every podcast. Every podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. See, I know Timothy, man, and that nigga's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, going back to, uh, you know, for the people, like you said, that don't know who Chente Barrera is, you know, I, I started at a very young age. I was, uh, you know, uh, my dad, my dad, before that, my dad used to sing in the, in the late 70s. David Lee Garza. Uh, yes, he sang with David Lee Garza before they were the Musicales and before yeah. all the fame. He came, he was right before Ram. And uh, David Lee said on another interview that he was probably, if not the first singer, one of the first singers to, to record aside from him and his father. So... I'm real proud of that, and then you know, unfortunately, my dad passed away in 1984. Um, just he was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and um, so I felt that I just you know, before he passed away, man, he he uh, he just influenced me. He, he showed me a lot of of, of uh, things that I still follow today. You know, as far as uh, advice and and the the, the do's and don'ts and and whatever. And, and I remember. He used to sit me in a room to play drums, and if I didn't play it right, he wouldn't let me go outside and play with my buddies. And I used to, I used to cry. I used to, and he would tell me, "Get it right and you can do what you want." And we'd, sometimes we'd be there all night. And he told me, he says, "You'll thank me later. You'll thank me later. Why I'm being so hard on you?" You know, and and uh, you know, the, the the tough love helped me later develop the style that that you know that I got to 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 create. That you know, and, and, and you know creating music nowadays you know so it's 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 crazy but but that's you know that's the life that i live and, and of course until he passed away um i just i don't know man i felt that i felt that i had a, a i had to i had to finish what he started and yeah. and so at nine years old i was nine years old and this guy by the name of joe martinez uh he used to play with uh blue harmony right he's no 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 that's the wrong joe martinez oh, oh the other joe martinez. yeah 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 it's another joe martinez no 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 uh Joe Martinez was a sax player, keyboard player. He oh, was okay. Los Chavalitos, and then he was with uh, he was with the Tall Boys, Eli Quintanilla. The yeah, Tall Boys. Okay, and then later on uh, he he played with RDV, and uh, anyway the, the, the list goes on. But he came to the house at that time. He was playing with the Tall Boys, and he actually played with my dad when he was younger. And he says uh, he went and talked to my mom. He said, "Hey man, can Chente come play a few gigs with us? You know, our drummer, whatever happened." She says, uh, yeah. I mean, she tells me, hey, you ready to go play? Like in front of people? <laughs> How old were you? Nine? Nine? I, I did my first gig at St. Lawrence Parish Hall. Remember? You know, you know where that's at. Yeah, I know where that is. Right? You played there yeah. before. Yes. So, so I Everybody. played there. And there I am, man, playing drums with the tall boys. And they're like, hey, well, you want to play with us, you know, throughout the summer? You know, we got all these church festivals and weddings, quinceañeras. And, and it's funny because I always say this. We take a break and all the guys would go to the bar and I'd go to the playground. <laughs> Child labor laws, man. Child labor laws. And then my mom would be like, come on again, hurry up, you know. So so there I am full of sand and whatever. And okay, let's go play. You know? <laughs> and then they would pay me at the end of the night, and I'm like, Mom, what's this for? 
She's like, well, that's for your pay. I don't know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, go buy some more GI Joes. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, that's how it, uh, that's how it went for a little. That's how it got started. And then later on, I played with um, with a band called Los Medinas, Los Hermanos Medina, from here from San. And then I played with Los Farias. Yeah. Uh, for a little while. And then from there, I went with uh, Tiger Diaz. From Tiger Diaz, I went to Oscar G. Oscar G. Okay, wow. and then I went back to Tropa F. Okay, that's when the transition happened. That's when you know Juan Faria Tropa F. I was there for a little while, and then um, during that time, and I, I uh, you know, they started playing a lot. The club scene was, was starting to happen. The '90s were starting to kick clubs. I mean, I mean, you remember those days, D, when we played from Tuesday all the way to Sunday, maybe sometimes on a Monday. Yeah. Houston, Alice, they used to have those weird gigs. And they just were packed. I mean, what? Try that right now. I mean, hell, I don't know. But, but, uh, but I mean, those were the, the, the you know, the glory days, the, the, the glory days of the 90s. And, and so then I said, you know, my mom said, hey, you got to finish school, man. You know, you're, you're missing too much school. So I had to, had to kind of leave the road for a little while to finish, to get a, you know, to get a, a, a to, to get a diploma. And, and so just because I, you know, I want to do that for my mom. And so, I did that, and when I did that, I got in with Bandango, yeah, Rick Vasquez, Bandango, you know, orchestra and whatnot. So then, there, right, coming out of my junior year, I get a call from Gilbert Velasquez, and he says, "Hey man, we're gonna start a band for Jay Perez. Do you wanna check it out?" I said, "Yeah, hell yeah!" So I went to this meeting, and here I see Speedy, the bass player. I see Gabby Escobedo. I see. Uh, uh, Johnny uh, Salazar, the accordion player, uh, the first version of the band, right? The first yeah. version of the Jay Perez band. And then uh, later on, uh, God bless his soul, uh, Jerry came in the band, Jerry De La Rosa. De La Rosa. So, you know, then we took off, and uh, and like they say, the rest is history. And then in like 98, I was doing, uh, I would always do vocal guides for several bands, you know, when Gilbert was producing. You know, he'd be like, hey, man, throw a guide for this song, you know, so I would throw a vocal guide. And one day, uh, one of the record reps said, hey, who's that singing in that song? I said, well, that's Chente. Chente, this guy. Yeah, that guy. Said, well, you know what? Why don't, why don't we sign him up, man? You know, why don't we do? So I said, well, it's always been in the back of my head, you know. And, and at that time, that's when the whole Norteño phase was coming in real strong with, you know, we had Michael Salgado. We had Limite. We had Bobby Pulido. We had Intocable. All these guys were coming in real strong in the Tejano market. And here I am waving the Tejano flag. And uh, it was weird because when I started my band, it was like everybody told me, dude, you're crazy, man. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> the, the Ondas having, you know, it's shifting. It's, it's, it's something weird is going on. So, like, for instance, one day we would open up for David Lee at Rosedale. <laughs> and the next day we'd open up for Ramon Ayala in Carrizo Springs at Bears Tejano Country. You know what I mean? So, so. Yeah. Uh, some people thought the first record, I was really like under the gun, like, hey, well, you need to make it a little bit more Mexican regional. So I got caught in between, between. where the Tejanos thought I was too Norteño and the Norteños thought I was too Tejano. So I was like, you know what? Screw it, man. On, on the next record, I'm just going to do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the Tejano keyboards, sax, accordion, you know, powerhouse, uh, you know, uh, intros and that kind of thing. And that's what we did, and, and uh, you know, we, we took out. Ah! Uh, uh, uh. There you go. There you go. There you go. Plug, plug your phone in, man. <laughs> I thought his battery died. Uh oh, he lost. 
You lost audio. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You lost audio. You can hear us, right? Yeah, we can't hear you. You have to log out and come back probably in. Gonna, yeah, log out and log back in again. Okay. Right. So there he goes. Oh, there he goes. Okay. There we go. okay, I just hit the mic. You see, I did something right. Anyway, <laughs> it's first time it's so, uh, Yeah, so, so we started doing this thing, and then uh, I released the record, and the song that I didn't want to be the single... <laughs> and the single because, cool. and I'm That's sure you've gone to that too. Paloma, like, de Oro. You know uh, we like the album, but we like this song better. And Which like, one, Paloma? No, that, de Oro? That, that, Paloma wasn't there yet. It was the borracho. It was that one. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was that one, and that one was a cover, right? Because of that. That song Pulido did it in the late yeah, 70s. Long time ago, yeah. And we did it, we did it as a filler. We did it just because we, we played live. We needed one more song, and one of the guys said, Hey, wait, let's just do that one. You know, it's a filler. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Well, then I got feedback from everybody saying, you know, we like the single, but we like this one better. And I'm like, well, let's run with it. And that's what became people still to this day think I wrote the song. People <laughs> don't know the, the Pulido version of it, you know. So yeah. but regardless of what, uh, we've been here. In September, the September the third, we're going to be celebrating 25 years of me being by myself. Nice on my own solo, whatever taconazo, right? So um, we've done 12 albums, uh, won a Grammy for for, for Paloma. Technically <laughs> <Exactly> four. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that was with other groups, but but me myself, I won one in 2006 with uh, with a, a CD called Que Siga Taconazo, and that's where Paloma's at. Right, Paloma was was uh, you know it's it's funny that we talk about that because that was a song that I got from Los Aguilares, which here a couple of days ago, uh, Genaro Aguilar, and so we send our love to his family. Uh, but they've always been a, a, a staple in San Antonio. They've always had a certain sound, right, Los Aguilares. And I told Gilbert as he because he's what are you gonna do now? What are you gonna do different? I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put horns. He's like, horns? You know, if I would have had it my way, if I would have had it my way, it would have been conjunto with horns. Like, kind of like conjunto Bernard. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. That was the original idea, but then yeah. I said, how in the hell am I going to pay eight, ten guys, you know? I mean, I can't even pay four or five. <laughs> so that's, that's a dream. Marcus, you should know what I'm talking about, man, because... I mean, it's just hard to to, to carry in, a group in our piece. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, so I, I, he says, "Well, how are you gonna do it live?" I said, "Well, I'll just get the keyboard player to get a good sample, and then we'll take it. I mean, <laughs> what, 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 what it works. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what we've done. So it's worked this far. And I, you know, I got I, I got caught. You know, uh, how do you say? Uh, some people were like, "Oh, you don't have a horn section." And I'm like, no, you see that keyboard right there? <laughs> yeah, that's my horn section. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, Five piece. <laughs> you know, so then uh, last, uh, what was it? Uh, right after COVID, we took out a record that we had been working on for a long time. And it was a tribute to Roberto Pulido. Ah, uh, that's you my know, question. I've yeah, been wanting to ask you about that, man. You know, you know, all, up, you know so, so, so I was telling you guys that my dad was singing with David Lee. Well, you know, Pulido took... David Lee and his band under his wing for a long time in the beginning. So they were always opening up for them. That's where I saw the big buses and the yeah. big show and the cowboy hats and all that. And that was like a big, wow, you know, check this out, man. You know, 
it was like going to watch George Strait, you know. But but and, it, and this was like, I mean, I, I was a little kid and, and I was watching this growing up, and and I have a picture. I don't have it here inside my mom's house, but uh, <laughs> I have a picture of, of Roberto holding me, and I told him, "Hey, I want to reenact this." He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Chente, you know, a lot of uh, artists will do a song, cover song here, a tribute song there, put a three piece together. But for for El Primo, you did a whole CD and tribute to him, right? Yeah, I did a whole CD, man, because you know I. I you always see people after they pass away, you know, they they say, oh, we're going to pay a tribute to him or we're going to do this homage or this album or this record. And, and I talked to him about it. And I said, hey, man, you know, you've, you've been, been a big part of my life in, in so many ways. And, and I'd like to, to, you know, I'd like to do a tribute CD to you. That, that's cool with you. And his exact words were. <laughs> See, it ain't about that, man. Yeah. And I said, well, yeah. So he was cool. He gave me his blessing. He actually sang a song with me on there. It's called uh, Amor Ingrato. And um, what can I say, man? It, 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 got, uh, it got a real good response. And uh, we recorded that in 21, I think. Yeah, in the 21. That's why I was telling you, D. I mean, since then, I've been working on new stuff. But one day it'll come out, you know. Um, and, and actually, for the 25th anniversary, you know what I mean? And it's like, Tinga, why do we have to be programmed, right? Right. I have to take out a record. It's the 25th anniversary. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see what happens. You know? right. I, I think I remember seeing a long time ago, one of the first Tahano Music Awards. You were a little kid and you came out with David Lee. I guess he introduced you. <laughs> yeah. Little kid. Actually, that, that was actually after my dad had passed away. David Lee's dad, who... Ooh, God rest his soul as well. Oy. He reached out. He 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 kept he took care of us, man. He kept looking out for us and and saying, "Hey, you know what? Uh, we'd like to take Chenta to the awards just because we're nominated a few times, and you know, try to get his mind off stuff and whatnot." So, yeah. So if you look, it's 1985, and Emilio's real young, and and and, uh, and David Lee wins a few awards, and I go up there with him. And it's just crazy, man. Because I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah. You know, now yeah. one thing about uh, that, I'm, and I'm sure Gente will back me up here. All the greats have always had a different. They didn't grow up with Tejano. Emilio didn't grow up with Tejano. Selena didn't. And Gente, what was your influence? Because you were not a Tejano. Let everybody in on what it, it has nothing. Like it has nothing to do with uh, with how I write, how I play. <laughs> but but my favorite all time band was Van Halen. You know, right? Uh, Rock and roll. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's you know. S shortly after my dad passed away, we moved out here to the country. We used to live in the in the in closer to the you know downtown, and we moved out here to the country. And my cousins were all about Boston and Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so I jumped right in it, man. And I yeah. just, you know, now I, now I know why he kicks that bass drum so hard, man. <laughs> He's got that rock. He got that rock and roll in him. No, but I mean, uh, but I mean, growing up, man, my dad always had the albums on of, of Little Joe and the Latin Ears, uh, Freddie Martinez, uh, Steve Jordan, you know, uh, so many, so many groups that, that you know, I, I grew up listening to. And so that's how, that's why it was so hard to, to try to find a style. You know what I mean? A lot of bands, they create a style, they stick with it, and which is fine because that's their identity. It was hard for me to find an identity because I wanted to try everything. I wanted to do conjunto with horns, like I said, I wanted to do, you know, down home conjunto, like, you know, hometown boys, 
but then I wanted to do like Steve Jordan and be a little bit more, you know, psychedelic, if you will. Uh, <laughs> Electric. Purple <laughs> <laughs> haze. Wait, wait, no. Okay, now, Del, here's a question that I've always wanted to know. So, because Chint is a singer songwriter. Where do you write? Where do you get the? I mean, where do you get the experience to write these songs? He wrote a song called Te Juro that I love that we recorded with a grupo valiente. Yeah. And then I asked him to write me a couple of songs for this Culturas album, and this guy said, "Hey, give me a, give me a second, and I'll do that." And a couple of days later, he throws me two songs, and these <laughs> songs are great. Where do you? I mean, I, where did that come from, though, man? I, I don't know, man. I just hear some of it is personal. Some of it is other people that I know what they're going through. Uh, some of it is just like, uh, like I think Tejudo, I wanted to start, I wanted to write a song called Tejudo. That was it. And so I just, I went from there. And usually I'll start with a chorus because that's the hook. Yeah, right? the hook, yeah. And then go backwards, right? So, you know, so I don't know, man. You know, it, like, Son Tus Miradas was, was, uh, was a big hit for Tim yeah. And, and so that was a, a personal thing when I, you know, I was, I was young and I met this girl and uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, she told me she had a boyfriend, right? So I was all heartbroken, but I was real young, right? So so I remember we were going from Laredo to Houston, and I, I asked our road manager at the time, I said, hey, man, you, you got a tablet you know, and a pen? And he's like, yeah, what do you want right now? It's, you know, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. What are you going to do with that? I said, well, I got some ideas, and that's what came out, you know. Cada vez que yo te miro, no sé cómo explicar. Anyway, son tus miradas que adoro. That's what yeah, came out That's classic, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he wrote a song called Que no ves, Dude, I love the lyrics on that, man. It's like, sounds like, what happened to you that you wrote this? A lot of times, a lot of times, too, it has the, like, to do with the singer. Like when I wrote a. Um, Man, there was another. Oh, I wrote this song called uh, "Tú me haces feliz" with Grupo Rodeo. Yeah, and that's because one day I remember uh, I was at a restaurant. And I ran into Panchito, and he says, "Hey, man, you got any songs? I'm doing a new Rodeo CD." And man, I I, I didn't eat. I said, "Give me a napkin." You know, and I, I called him the next day and said, "Hey, I got a song for you." He's like, "All right, what do you got?" So anyway, they recorded it. It was pretty cool, you know. Um, but it, it has a lot to do with the singer. Uh, Ram, you know, uh, I was part of a label a few years ago called VMB Records. Mm -hmm. Ram was part of it, and Ram called me. and says, "Hey man, what do you got?" And I'm like, "You know what? I don't have anything, but give me a couple of days, and I'll come up with something." You know, and so the song that uh, he recorded that was the single was that song called uh, uh, "Eres Mi Todo," which which was oh, uh, yeah. the hook was "Porque te quiero más que a nadie, más que nunca, más que todo." Yeah. Anyway. That's what came out of that, but because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hearing this voice. That's that's how it was so easy to write for Jay, because you know Jay was like, hey, you know, I need this. <laughs> okay, you know, I, I can hear his voice, and I would, I would write stuff, you know. That's what a good impression. <laughs> so, Chente, you're like a one-stop shop for stuff. No, one time, one time, one time, we we're at a restaurant after a gig, and Jay says, hey. Uh, I like your invitation, man. They're, they're this is good. what I he goes. This is what I got, and I'm like, "What do you got?" And he says, "I got." Aunque diga que el hombre no llora, aunque diga que el hombre es muy macho. I said, "That's all you got." He goes, "That's all you got." I said, uh, "Okay, I'll finish it." 
He was a song called Hombres y Mujeres, but but uh, and he goes, so we're gonna go half or what? And I'm like, well, you only wrote a quarter, of it. <laughs> no, no, less than a quarter. Um, <laughs> but it's good, man. I mean, the songwriting thing has just become, you know, it, it, you know, somebody said, hey, man, we need a song, and I just, you know, I, I mean, you got Beto Ramon, Luis Silva, got Rest and Stone. Those guys are songwriters. I just yeah. like, dude, you know, come on, come on, Chet. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. you, you, you're a songwriter, man. You're one of the great <laughs> songwriters because. All the songs you write, man, they're they're honest, they're true, and they 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 tug at your heartstrings, man. So yeah, well, I appreciate so. that. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, give some let's go ahead and give some shout outs real quick, and then we're gonna get into our first video. Uh, we have Mr. Rick Balderrama says saludos chente. Rick Balderrama, hey man, we uh, we recorded a, a, a song, uh, one of his dad's old songs, and and. Uh, Chente has recorded with everyone, people. <laughs> Studio whore. <laughs> they got to get, get you on the new Cultura album. Studio in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rick Rodriguez out there in uh, Dallas area. He says, saludos to the four crazy vatos. Slick Rick right. Dallas in the house. Uh, I was saying cuatro vatos locos, but that's the Garcia brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have Rudy Buga Perales. Uh, saludos, okay. Chente from Buga. Hell yeah, yeah. The Hano Legends Houston. You recorded on one of their uh one of their songs for their new yeah, album. About a year ago we did this song called uh Yeah, I already forgot, man, but <laughs> I can't uh, he, he actually remember what you do remember. Too much yeah. work. Too much work. He actually reminded me. It was too. for it was for a band called Grupo Quemado. Y'all y'all know who Grupo Quemado. Quemado. Yeah. That was that was Booga's band. Anyway, that that's yeah. Quemado. And I got to sing a song with him. Uh, golly, what was it called, man? Now, now I'm gonna be. Como, como es posible? Como es posible? Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, remi he, remi he reminded me earlier. He said he was gonna be watching, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna add that one to the rotation because we added a few of the songs from that album. They're cool. Came out pretty good. Pretty, so. They got a great. They got a great album there. Yeah, that's a great album. Uh, so saludos going out to Rudy Buga Perales. Uh, Janie Rios says hello from Conroe, Texas, right, right outside of Houston. Uh, buddy from It's the Hano Times says, shout buddy. out from DFW. Been looking forward to this interview with Chente Barrera. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Ms. Juanita Chapa says, Chente Barrera has some powerful Tejano music. I love his style. Hello, wow. three amigos. Hello, Juanita. Hello, Juanita. <laughs> Jimmy Lee. Saludos, Jimmy guys. Lee. Chente. Right. Hey, bro. Suenale. 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 <laughs> Julian Gonzalez, saludos guys, accordion player for La Fiebre here. La Fiebre. Yeah, Julian. Julian. Nice. Uh, Rita Capuchina says saludos from San Angelo, Texas. San Angelo. Rita, Rita's got a brand new uh, album out yeah. coming out pretty soon too, so we'll be on the lookout for that one. Adam Brown says hello, Adam Chente Brown. from Colorado. Colorado. Where's Adam Brown at? I don't see him. <laughs> He's stalking you in your backyard, man. Oh, <laughs> All right, so the first video we're going to get into, Chente did a song with the legendary Mr. Johnny Hernandez. Oh, yeah. So this song, and, I hate, and I hate that video, but anyway. <laughs> that was, that was for like only, the VF only, only, because, only because I was supposed to wear something else, and it, it, it's a long story. But anyway. We want to hear it. We <laughs> want to hear it. <laughs> We'll, we'll, hear hear, we'll hear it after the video. We'll hear it after the video. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so make sure you guys check this one out. Chente Barrera and Johnny Hernandez right here on the Three Amigos Show. Chente Barrera. 
que gracias yo le di a la distancia y si llega a dudar voy a preguntar que si la quiero Chente Barrera and Johnny Hernandez. That's awesome. Tell me about the outfit, dude. I want to know. Well, so well, it's because when I uh, when they said, "Hey, well, first of all, I got to give Johnny props because Johnny called me one day and he says, "Hey, I want you to produce a song for me." I said, "Man, that's an honor, man, Johnny. I mean, you know, being the legend that he is." He says, "I want to do Diganle," and I was like, "Oh, man." <laughs> <laughs> I said, and this is the this is the the exact words I told him. I said, Johnny, Diganle is a song that you don't fuck with. And he says, What do you mean? I said, It's like Las Nubes. You, you just you don't touch that. You can't touch Diganle, man. I mean, are you serious? He says, Look, do it like if you were doing it for your band. I said, Okay, I'll I'll see what I can do. So when he told me that, it was easy for me to make the arrangement because the song's like. <laughs> My, what I, something yeah. I would do 
with him singing it. So uh, I got to give props also to Xavier Chavarria, who was actually, that was his idea to do that. Anyway, going back to the clothes thing, when they said, hey, we're going to do a video this time at this location, I said, cool, man, I'm going to go get me a nice coat, you know, you know, whatever, whatever. And I go get it. I got fitted, whatever, whatever. We go to the place, the sleeves are about this long. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and I said, what the hell am I going to do with this? And even if you, I would have, I mean, it just looked bad. At bro. the video <laughs> shoot, you tried it on at the video shoot? The hell with it? Let's just get her done, man. So we did. So I did that without the coat. And any, anyway, but I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it was okay. A lot of people like that video and they like that song. So, so I have... Uh, the song is great. You just look you you look like you felt uncomfortable, like you were the Theo, the, the drunk Theo that showed up at the at the wedding at the Kitsiniera. <laughs> Johnny Johnny's all suit tie and hat and everything. Everybody else. everybody was all dressed up and then you see the guy with the hat. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm the guy that you know No, but it worked. It worked though. It, it's a good video. It's really good. Who yeah, shot that? That was man, good. I, I'm 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 a video editing nut nowadays, and so Oh, the, the location, the just the way the video was presented—that's really good stuff. So. And uh, I tell you what, man, they went to that BFW and uh, they got—I uh, don't know if they got fined or they got—they got in trouble because they weren't supposed to use a drone. Oh, oh yeah. I suppose because it was in the city limit. Uh -huh. Somebody saw it. it. Somebody saw it, you know, flying everywhere. And hey, where's that going? And anyway, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have said that, but anyway. Did, uh, was that VMB filmed it? You guys were filming videos too, weren't you? VMB, y'all were doing videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never got a video, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, okay, yeah. That begs the question: Why don't you have more videos? Because I mean, everybody and their mother are putting out videos nowadays. And you know, D, I've always been like real uh, picky about about what's it gonna look like, who's gonna do it, you know. They want to charge an arm and a leg, and I'm like, well, for what? I mean, show me what you got. Um, and I think I've got maybe two or three videos in the 25 mm -hmm. years that I've been in existence with mm -hmm. my man. You know, so uh, maybe we'll talk after the show and we, we can catch up. No, man, I've got to find who's got, who's got pirate Chente Barrera videos, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you, made, you, made it, you made it hard for the show, so I was like, I had to get some live footage. Uh, I think I have one from your 20th anniversary. I saw know. that. I saw that, and I thought to myself, uh, "These guys bootleg or what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> so, so now we got one of the we got one of those uh, videos from there. So we're gonna play that one in just yeah. a little while. Oh, what, 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 uh, I wanted to say something real quick, Tente. I just I, it's been years, and I hadn't really thanked you properly. I don't think. Just Tente, uh, they they had an event in Vegas, and Tente. Hired all the all the bands that were influences to him in his Tejano career, and right. he had Emilio, he had Ram, and he had Culturas, and yep. was, and uh, that still boggles me that you that you. Well, you know, I I think that, uh, and, and you know, and this happens to a lot of bands that that have have uh, taken a break for a little bit, and then they come back, and and and, and I'm the same way because. When we cut a record that we did for D and Delia, uh, that was our Cuba records. So yeah. at that time, 
I guess it was hard for people not to, not to see you guys without using the name Culturas, right? Right. I, mean, I think they had a hard time. Like, it's well, still the same. Angelia, what do you mean? Well, it's the two. Hello, it's the two. You know, lead vote. Well, what happened to Culturas? Well, I mean, you know, that's a, you know, that was something they used to do. You know, this is now, and I, I don't know. For some reason, to me, it was hard for them to accept that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I it, it's still hard. It's still hard. You know what I mean? And so, but when we did, you know, that that, that, that old David Lee song that we recorded. Yeah. It was, and he wrote it, that song, De Nuevo Otra Vez. That's a great song, man. Yeah. I mean, when you guys did it, I mean, we did it there in Vegas. Now that you bring it up. De Nuevo Otra Vez. Yeah, man. And and, uh, and then y'all put me on the spot to do the tercera. I'm like, we didn't record it like that. I know. Just do it. Then I said, just do it. And she shows me, and I'm like, okay, shit. You know? You're a singer, aren't you, huh? Sing. <laughs> No, but we had a lot of fun, and in the early days of the Vegas convention, uh, I was, uh, I guess I was part of the staff at, at some point. <laughs> you're the, you're and, the house drummer. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun doing it, so, you know, they're 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 up and running on their own, and, and, and now they, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a monster now, man. It's a big, big deal, so, and it's become a big, a big, uh, a big deal for Tejano music in general, you know, every... Every summer, you get to go to Vegas and see all your favorite Tejano bands. And are you going to be out there next the, year for the, the one-stop shop? You know, yeah, one you, stop you, shop. you can <laughs> win money, lose money, do something else. Uh, anyway, I was waiting for one of these. Marcus is being real quiet, man. Marcus is being oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, I'm sitting back. Hey, but now you have is Tano Explosion yours or not? That's yours, right? That's not mine. Everybody That's thinks not? it's mine. I went on a I went on this show called uh, Bumper's Wacky Wednesday, and he put me on the spot, and he says, okay, this is what I want to know. Do you own the Hound Explosion? I said, no, I don't. <laughs> Did you and know he the says, whole why does everybody that? think you own the Hound Explosion? Mm-hmm. So let me explain. Okay. About, I would say probably seven, eight years ago, they had hired Ramon Ayala, or should I say they thought they hired Ramon Ayala. <laughs> okay. Somebody went in there, misrepresented Ramon Ayala. Mm-hmm. It was a big fiasco. And uh, the owner of Tejano Explosion, his name is Jesse Diaz. He calls me up and says, Chente, I want to get Ramon Ayala for next year, even though, you know, it was a big, you know, uh, screw up this past year. You know, I, I was talking to the wrong people, you know, whatever, 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 but I'd like to bring other bands. Can you help me? I said, of course. You know, I, I knew... Ramon Ayala's uh, manager at the time. Um, I introduced Jesse to them, to Abraham Quintanilla. They booked the Cumbia Kings a couple of years. Uh, introduced them to uh, Intocable's manager, uh, so on and so forth, right? So then he says, hey, well, can you help me put some of these bands together? I said, well, yeah, well, what do you got? He says, well, here's my A-list. Here's who I want. Here's what day I want them. Here's what, you know, how much. So we go from there. Then he says, uh, you know what? What do you think? And I say, well, I mean, it's it's his money, not mine. So everybody gets mad at me though because they're like, well, how come you didn't book us, man? And how come you didn't? I said, dude, it's not me. Trust me. And I, and, and I say that sincerely because I don't want that uh, conflict of interest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do help with the festival. You know, as far as you know, if he tells me, look, you know, book this guy. Okay, yeah, I'll book him. Hey. Here's what's going on. Here's a contract. Here y'all talk, and that's it. That's that's what I do, you know. Uh, and uh, somebody mentioned the fact. Well, why do you play there every year? 
And I said, well, because he hires me. I, and I tell him every year, look, if I don't have to play, don't worry about it. It's all good. There's enough for everybody to go around. It's during Fiesta. Fiesta's got all kinds of yes. stuff going on. And he's like, well, no, man. You know, it's only right. You know, you you, you uh, help me with this and with that. And, 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 you know, so a lot of people get really, really, and they really, really get mad. Trust me, because I get the phone calls every year. Well, man, well, that's, you know, that's right. How come this guy gets to go every year? And this, 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 that. I'm like, well. I'm sorry, Chente. Chente, I'm sorry, man. I. Y'all got it rained out, and I sent everyone to your Facebook page. I said, go talk to Chente in the rain. He, he, it's raining, and blame it on Chente. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I tell you what, it was funny because for the longest time, y'all know who the Liberty Band is, right? Here from San Antonio. And um, they had Bobby, man. He's a good friend. And he'd been, been calling me. He's like, Chente, come on, man. Put me in the, the house. I said, bro. I put, I put you on the list. I put you on the, you know, and it's up to them. It's not up to me. And I, that, that I do it, like I said, on purpose because I don't want to go through that. Well, finally, they say, you know what? Um, the first night of the Hound Explosion last year, they were going to do, like, uh, the best from San Antonio, right? So you had Ram, you had the Desperados, and you had Liberty Band, which was a Tejano band, Conjunto band, and an orchestra band, right? You mix it up. Yeah. Well... These guys go on at 7.30. 7.15, they're on stage. They're getting a line check. Everything's good to go. The sound man says, okay, man, you know, we got five minutes, you know, for showtime. And the rain just said, bang. <laughs> Come on, brother. Yes. For an hour. For an hour. Yes. It was horrible, man. It was horrible. And, I mean, the place flooded. I mean, it was, it was bad, right? So then... You know, we go back, and I mean, and that's the thing about Jesse Diaz. He's a man of his word. He says, look, man, you know, I'm sorry this happened, but, you know, here's your money. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll get you next year. And the guy's all, Bobby's like, you know why it rained, right? You know why it rained? Because y'all booked us finally. <laughs> and I just, I just laughed. I said, man. Yeah. I said, oh, my God. But then. I mean, it was followed by like two, three more nights like that, and oh my God! But hey, it just—that's the the nature of the business, you know. You you win some, lose some, and and you know, it just you know. And if it doesn't rain, it gets cold, you know. It could be the hottest, it could be the hottest spring, and all of a sudden one day, God says, you know what? Nah, I don't want people to go to your show, so I'm gonna say, you, <laughs> you guys are wusses, man. I played if it was raining anyway. Just <laughs> People don't care. People, if they paid the money to get in, they will play anyway. I'll be glad to play. Oh, yeah. Look afterwards, but yeah. Chente, all these years in, in the industry, you backed up everybody, you sang for everybody, you played for everybody. Is there anything that you have yet to accomplish that you want to? Well, I always wanted Movies. to record. Movies. <laughs> I always wanted to record with La Mafia or do something with La Mafia. Uh, that was one of the... <clears throat> One for the bucket list, right? And so, ironically, this past uh, April, they played the Tejano Explosion. They were getting a sound check. And, you know, Oscar was kind of like making sure his mix was good on his in-ears and whatnot. And uh, I was just standing on the side there, and he happened to walk by. And I put my hand out, and he gives me the mic. So I start singing. I start singing... Uh, 
no esperes que mañana vuelva porque no pare. Right? And the band's playing and I'm singing and I'm going, oh shit. I'm <laughs> you know? Nobody's got a recording, do they? Did somebody film it? Come on. Yes, they did. Somebody has it. It's all blurry, but it's it's you can hear it. <laughs> and uh that was a moment, man. And, and you know, so I haven't uh recorded anything with them, but that moment there was like, wow. Um so that and then um you know, for the longest time people thought I was nuts, but um uh, do you remember Sam Almanza D from Laredo? Uh uh-uh. uh. He was a DJ out there. When he would announce me, he would say, El Phil Collins de la Onda. <laughs> because of the drums, because drums. Of the drums and the, the vocals, Singing. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, one day this guy, he's like a big uh, Alamo fan, yeah. Phil Collins. So he had these artifacts, and I don't know, he's, he's like this collector. He had it here uh, by the Alamo. And uh, I went over there to look for him. And I said, man, wouldn't it be cool if we did a collab? Because, you know, what <laughs> no. are the chances, right? I mean, the yeah. worst thing you can say is, no, I'm not interested. Thank right? You. But when I went over there, every time I'd go over there, he was gone. You know, he either had gone to lunch or he'd just, he'd get away from the deal, right? And then Gilbert went over there. Gilbert Velasquez goes over there. And <laughs> he gave him his version of what he thought happened at the Alamo. But <laughs> 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 he laughed. <laughs> so 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 anyway gilbert was with another friend of his called his name is uh henry parrilla who's another yeah. legend of the hound of music he says well a few days later he sees phil collins at a restaurant then phil collins tells him your friend's not with you is he he's talking about <laughs> gilbert I, I don't know what gilbert told him but but it, I, I guess it, it freaked him out or whatever <laughs> well, it's Gilbert. It's Gilbert. Just, it's Gilbert. But anyway, uh, you know, I guess the fact that I never got to see him or meet up with him or talk to him, I guess that was a sign that it just wasn't supposed to happen or something. But, no, but that was something we, I thought that I, I thought that would be really cool because of my career as a drummer and a singer. And I mean, he's, you know, that's, that's basically his career, too, in a different way. But anyway, that's that's something that's you know way up there. The other one, of course, was, uh, and of course, I got to meet him in a in a in a weird way. Was was the other Chente, you know, uh, Vicente Fernandez. Fernandez. You know, that was the that was the big you know man. If I could sing a song with this cat, that would be great, you know. Oh, yeah. But uh, you know, things happen for a reason, and, and I met him at, at the rodeo here in San Antonio. You know, I kept telling him Chente, and he looked at me. And I told him, hey, my name's Chente, too, you know, and I shook his hand. And he, he said, good to meet you, but he had that look like, who's this crazy mother? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't need a mic, though. He never needs I know, man. That dude can sing. Yeah, it's it's just unbelievable till the end, you know. And, and uh, mm-hmm. but, but anyway, I mean, you know, you ask me, and I'm, I'm telling you what the different crazy ideas that I've had. But but sitting in with mafia was 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 too surreal, man. It was it was crazy, but it was badass at the same time. Now, I, want Marcus, I want Marcus and Juan to notice that Gente doesn't say no. You ask him, oh, hey, can you do like this? You. Can you do that? Exactly, <laughs> man. You never know what you're gonna learn. You never know what what you're gonna experience 
if you say no. That's why I, I always say yes, man. Always, always, always. I'll say yes. But I mean, as, as many years as you guys have in the industry, you guys have a lot to offer to other people who are just coming into this industry and be musicians or singers or, you know, play instruments and stuff like that. You guys have a lot to offer. Well, how else are they going to get experience unless they get out there and bust their ass, man? They've got to, you know, play the gigs for nothing. They've got to go out there and. and so back in 19. Get screwed by promoters. <laughs> the gigs for free. Back back in 1990, I was dating this girl. I was still in high school, and I went to a prom, and this band called La Franz was playing. Oh, please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I first heard D sing a Tejano song, and I said, damn. <laughs> I learned that one with, uh, back with, well, gosh, back with Patsy Torres, because we, wow. did, we did Little Joe. Yeah, you're doing Las Nubes, right? Or something like Las that. Las Nubes and Apocopicas, Apocopicas, Porto, Marijuana. There you and go. La 45. So, yeah, man. I was thinking What I like really, uh, who was your drummer at the time? <laughs> Joe Martinez. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow, really? Well, LaFrance? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. In LaFrance, that was Lionel Houston. Lionel. Yeah, he, had a, he had a badass, like, electric set. I remember that. Electric, remember, like, damn, that guy's got a cool set, you know, because at that time, that's when electric drums were like taking over. Yeah, but uh, it, but it was all he was. He ran a he ran everything with a sampler. It, yeah, it wasn't, crazy, it wasn't right. just a regular kit, <clears throat> so we could program the drums to do anything he wanted to do. Right, right, right. And then yeah, I, was, we played, I think we played it La Semana Alegre too. Dude, remember back that? when it got nuts, man, when it was like you know, it was so packed. You, yeah, you, could, you couldn't go in the audience, man. I'd, I'd dive in the audience. I'd, people, I'd ask people to throw beer on me, man. They'd have to throw pictures of beer just because you jump on stage, man. <laughs> it was fun. Gente, I was Did thinking, you man, how many... Uh, go ahead. Gente, I'm sorry, man, interrupt. Sorry. Um, you as a drummer coming up front, and we had Bobby Butler as a drummer came up front. And you had Jay Pettis coming up front. Yeah, Jay Pettis. Drummers... Look, I know I gotta be. I know I gotta be missing a couple of artists. Is that it? Can you think of um, drummer to vocalist? Uh, I can think of by besides the ones you you. Just well, you know, Richie. You know, Richie still at least wants to be a singer. So, so <laughs> if we had a drum off, who, who's gonna kick ass right now? Oh my Bobby was still goodness. with us. <laughs> I know the answer. Let me let me get out of this conversation. I know the answer, man. I'm just I'm just teasing Chinty. I want him to be insulted by that question. <laughs> no, you know, could Jay handle you, man? Could Bobby Butler handle handle you? Uh, uh, I'm gonna say what Richard Pryor said. The winner is I mean not Richard Pryor, Little Richard. <laughs> he said the winner is me. Me. No, <laughs> <laughs> if you if you were to put uh, drum off. I, uh, God rest his soul. Uh, to me, the best drummer was Rick Reyes. Um, he was with Little Joe and yeah. Factory for, for, for timing issues. You got to hear. I mean, listen to Prieta Linda, bro. Listen to that. I mean, but he had so, timing no. issues. Uh, uh, La Malagueña, Tortilla Factory. Bobby Butler yes. sang that one. Yeah. Ricky's on drums. Now that's a. Oh my God, man. That's crazy. That's. That's a masterpiece, man. I mean, um, but there's so many, there's so many great drummers out there that 
that, in Tejano, there's there's two drummers that. Oh, have, you know who else was a drummer that sang that that became a, a singer? Uh, Ruben Ramos. Oh, Ruben. Yeah. 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 Right. But there's two drummers out there that have metronomes for clock in their heads, and that's Gente and Mando Alsamek. Oh man. Both of you guys I'm are just I'm a badass, man. Yeah, yeah, but he he still goes gentle. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I consider all these guys my buddies, man. And you know, there's there's so many great drummers out there right now oh, that yeah. you know, you know, uh, um, I just I, I, it freaks me out, man, because you know, there's young guys out there too. There's young, real young people that that are out there. My nephew right now is doing very well. He's playing with uh, AB and the Cumbia All Stars. Uh, his name is Mel Sanchez. Who did this? Oh, yeah. Seen a yeah. video of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen a video. He's doing very well. He played with the 45 a little while. Yeah. And he helped out Jaime de Anda for a little bit. But uh, he finally got the call from AB. And he's uh, he's been traveling the world, man. He's been, I mean, they've been everywhere. They, and they're going to go other places, too. So, you know, I said, God, dog, it, you just got in this band and you're in. You go to the first <laughs> night, dude. Damn it. Damn. No, but Who's it's the- all good. It's all good. It's, it's, it's really, really cool. Who's the drummer on Despacito um, with a Maciso? Was it Maciso? No. Despacito. Signal. 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 Who is that guy? I, I, I think it's, uh, it might be Joey Jimenez, ain't it? I, I don't know. I just, I just remember hearing the recording and the first time hearing it's like, what? It's great stuff. So. Yeah, I, I could be wrong because the guy... When Joey got out, the guy they got is uh, Chato, and that guy's a bad dude too, man. So, uh, yeah, but uh, these guys are they're fun to watch. Okay, enough musician talk because people are watching this and they want to know stuff like, Jente, what is the heck? What are you afraid of, man? <laughs> what am I afraid of? Yeah, what are you afraid of? Uh, now, don't give us a big philosophical. I'm afraid of you know there won't be peace in the world, and you know no. What do you what, what what if we if we put you in a room in the dark and threw something in? What would it be that? Snake. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Ernie Gonzalez is, dude, this is this is the engineer that I have to, I have to go to Nashville in a few weeks because, you know, he's busy, you know, touring with Martina McBride as a oh, yeah. He's winning Grammys and, and so I've got, a, so he's supposed to record this week with Adelia and Carlos in, in San Antonio. What are you doing watching the show, Ernie? Dude. Yes, <laughs> yes I'm downtime. <laughs> Chente so most definitely changed the Tejano music landscape where he came on the scene and still continues to do so. He is a trailblazer, a talent, and a true gift wow. to the industry. Dude, all right. Thanks, how much you, appreciate how much that you Ernie for that, man? We just uh we just cut a record for his dad. Um yeah. that 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 thing is a badass record, man. Uh, oh my god, what's the name of it? Is it the Latin Drops or something like that? Um, I can't remember, but I know I recorded on that, and it's a great record. Uh, you know course, you're old. Not, you know you're old school, and you still use the word record. I know, man. <laughs> I say record and tape. I say I say album. Well, I mean, this day is album, but album. you know when I think about record, you know, you think about the the old forty fives, stuff like <laughs> that. Uh, and you know, it sucks that that nowadays, you know, people aren't aren't. Uh, they're getting less and less hip to the CDs, right? Um, and I get it, you know, times times change and, and uh, you know, but the CD was so exactly what it was, a compact disc, you know, you got your yeah. your picture, you got your fold out, 
sometimes it was you know like a damn accordion right? <laughs> they wanted to put they wanted to put all the lyrics but it was cool but see i like that man that, yeah, that's, me too. that that's the old school in me but but you know times change people just want to stream and they don't have time to be reading all the credits and all that kind of good yeah. stuff but, or i love all that man i mean or they don't want to buy the whole album i just want to buy that one song yeah exactly Which is crazy, says, right? like, why would you want to do that but instead of selling the whole record but it is what it is the, yeah. the whole record's an experience, man. You're supposed to experience the mood changes and everything in the record. Right? Yes. No, well, it's the it's same thing back in the day. I mean, back in the day, you got you bought these things. They only have two songs on them. I think the max you could probably fit on there is like four. That's true. Yeah. Well, that was back then. That was the teaser for for the rest of the, the album. album. Yeah. 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 Well, unless they did nothing but singles, like some artists do now, just oh, your yeah. single here and single there. Uh, Gil Gonzalez says, saludos desde Encinitas, California. All right, California. And then uh, we have Irene Mendoza says, hello oh, from Glendale, Arizona. She's here every oh, week. Hi, Irene. All right. Every week she tunes in. Hey, Chente, what would you be, man, if you weren't a musician? What, what, because every kid, you know, you didn't, did you want to go be a fireman or an astronaut? When I got out of high school, I wanted to be a, uh, I wanted to get in medical technology. I wanted to be a surgeon. I wanted to be. Cool. I wanted to be the guy that would give you the utensils. I wanted to be the guy to. Okay, I need this. I need that. I wanted to be that guy. And then uh, I actually went to a couple of classes, and uh, man, I had a soft. I'm gonna say not a soft stomach, but a soft heart because, you know, I could take most of what they were showing, and and you know, but as soon as they got to the babies, man, oh, oh. it was uh. That's when I said, nah, this, this ain't for me, man. I, yeah. I, I just couldn't do that. I mean, just to see those, you know, those little bodies, you know. And, and But that's why you got to give props to the doctors and the surgeons that do those those kind of things because it just, uh, that's not for everybody, man. And uh, I thought that's what I wanted to do. But then uh, I said, no, I'll just keep playing drums and see. Noel Hernandez, saludos desde Utah. Utah. I don't right. know Noel from Utah. He's from Texas somewhere. Well, let's, uh, let's put the pressure on, on Chente's significant other. So uh, when, what are the plans for kids? We need grandkids, dudes. Oh, no, no. Well, maybe grandkids, but I got two boys, man, and I already told them, hey, y'all got to get to work, man. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> hey, be careful what you ask for. I said that I with know, my right? kids. I said that with my kids, and I already have three grandbabies. <laughs> Shit. I bet you, I bet you dread Christmas, right? <laughs> well, I hasn't got to that part yet. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. We, we got um, Vince Martinez says, great music, Chente Puro Tejano from uh, Vince Martinez Music. All right. Uh, we have uh, Rinaldo Hernandez. Chente Barrera is a real deal Tejano sound. He is up there with the best of the best. I agree. Thank you. Badass. Nice. So what are you what are you gonna be working on now? What are you what's going on in your schedule? Actually, um, I'm just trying to, like I said earlier, man. I'm, I'm I'm really really trying to focus on finishing what what we got. You know, we got all these tracks in the studio, and I just then Gilbert's like, well, I'm waiting on you. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Gente, have you, know, you ever tried? You know what I'm talking about, right, D? Uh -huh, Gente, have have hey, you well, ever tried to uh, have Have you ever tried to list all your credits? I do have them. I have them. You do? <laughs> so I mean, are you are you looking? What are you talking about? Hundreds? Or are you pushing uh, thousands? 
Dude, yeah, we're, we're in the, the, the hundreds. I know it's in the hundreds, easy, easily in the hundreds. Yeah, let me uh, give me a give me a minute, give me a minute. <laughs> well, in the meantime, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and take another break real quick, and we're gonna play another video here and one of his uh, awesome songs, and this one is called Copa Tras Copa. Oh, that's great. Right here on the Three Amigos Show. Ando borracho, más lo bueno que no caigo. Pues me sostiene la fuerza de mi orgullo Que dijiste este día lo traigo herido Nunca en la vida tus ojos lo verás Copa tras copa, botella tras botella Conforme todo me voy reconfortando Es muy linda más conmigo, eso no vale Te decía que te quería y eran mentiras, no más te fui tanteando. Soy golondrina que despacio voy cruzando. Nunca en la vida en jaula me verás. Copa tras copa, botella tras botella. Conforme todo me voy reconfortando. Ya me despido de tu amor, me voy cantando. decía que te quería y eran mentiras no más te fui tanteando soy golondrina que despacio voy cruzando nunca en la vida en jaula me verás copa tras copa botería tras botería conforme todo me voy reconfortando ya me despido de tu amor me voy cantando Welcome back to the Free Amigos show tonight. Our guest star is Mr. Gente Barrera, and it's he's got the list of every artist he's ever played, performed <laughs> with. Wow, very long list. Yeah. How many? How many names? Come on. I'm at four seventy four. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> I have a list like that. 
This is this goes back from 1988 when I did my first recording with a band called uh, it was called La Diferencia, not Ricardo Castillon. This was way in way before that, but this was called uh, Rudy Alvarez. La Diferencia was my first record in 1988. I recorded drums, and I was I was like 12 years old, 11 years old, something wow. like that. And then uh, okay. then I gotta ask, gente. Uh, so so check it out. Hold on, I'm, I'm looking for. Oh, it's gotta be here. There it is. 1993. It was an album called Culture Shock. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, who that's right there. Number twenty-eight. Right here, number twenty-eight. Uh, no, ninety-three. Culture Shock had a. Uh, had Yolanda and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Because that song was originally written for La Tropa Este. And Manny, Are you serious? Yeah, and Manny I said, hey, well, tro Tropa, that's them uh, playing bass and bajo and all that stuff on that. That's Tropa. It's not, a, it's not any of us. Wow. I, I, can't, I can't picture David singing that song, though. Well, that's why that's why Manny gave it to us. So, so, as much as people love and adore you, I ask this question of all the artists because I I like to know. Um, of, out of all the millions of people that love you, there's always one person who said something negative to you and it's stuck and you just can't get it out of your head. And for me, it was um, when Manny discovered us, the night he discovered us, there's a little old lady came out and she said to me, you will never be one of us. And I can't I can't get that out of my head. Has anybody said anything negative? I mean, it could be about anything, but something negative that somebody said to you that you just can't like uh, You know, I can't really pinpoint anybody, but everybody always, uh, not everybody, but, but in the beginning, I got a lot of, uh, dude, you should just be a drummer, man. You <laughs> You got no business singing, you know. Uh, oh. I got that from a few people, and uh, when I won my Grammy, I started laughing about it. Well, know? yeah, now you can go like this, man. You, said, you know, I guess I should have started drumming, huh? But unfortunately, you know, there's always haters, man. Oh, but yeah. you know, and it's okay, it's okay, because you know that that's what makes it. You know, that's what makes the world go round, like you say. You know, I mean, you gotta have those haters out there, but. But I mean, even the bigger groups, you know, like like Metallica and those guys, they got their you know string of haters there, and and, yeah. uh, and it's like really, man, come on. I mean, these guys. I mean, you know, but that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. I mean, you know, I remember uh, we were playing uh, we were playing a song at a gig one time. We were playing a cumbia, and it was the the Jimmy Gonzalez. Uh, Right? Yeah. Some lady walks up and she goes, Y'all quit playing music from Mexico. I said, Okay, okay, just chill out. You know, we'll be all right. Well, then we start playing. Uh, and she's out there dancing and having a good time. Oh, hell. I thought to myself, um, Okay. <laughs> the the battle came before Jimmy. He's from Texas, you know. I mean, these guys are from Mexico, anyway. 
<laughs> people like that that just don't know what they're talking about and and ah, it is what it is but it's so what more, you yeah, i mean what you were saying yeah I've, I've had some people tell me that you know early on you know and, and uh and what I'm good. You know what I mean? I can sleep at night. I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, you don't have to carry your Grammys around with you. <laughs> Take a look. Uh, <laughs> what's, your, what's your most embarrassing moment on stage, man? What's the most... What's uh, Most embarrassing moment? Oh, yeah. I don't oh, have one because I don't get embarrassed. Man. Probably one time I forgot my boots. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to work. I had to wear my Crocs, dude. No. <laughs> no. Luckily, luckily, we were playing at an outdoor festival in Burnett, Texas. In Burnett, Texas. So there wasn't even a Walmart. I couldn't even go buy something. Work boots like, and work boots. Yeah, something. But, uh, what color so were they? Bring me the monitor and put it right here in front of my... <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> you could you could have cut holes in your hat, man. They could have been like a matching set, Crocs and hat. Oh my god! <laughs> and Johnny, I mean, it's so uncomfortable. I mean, like, I don't know, man. You just kind of stand there, like, well, okay. Uh, anybody looking? You know. <laughs> oh man, we have we have Johnny Meadow says hundred percent fire out there in New Mexico, oh, Johnny. Uh, Renaldo Hernandez Chente will be taking us all to Milwaukee to the Mexican Fest, which yes, is unique old school Tejano sound. Hell yeah. We'll be out there this weekend, God willing, and uh, rock and roll. Jarvis Pettis says, like the song. I like to hear him sing. I like him sing. Car Carlos Padilla, New Mexico in the house. Orale. Uh Chente, the duo song you made with the girl from New Mexico. Great one, brother. Right on, man. That's, that's Who's that? What's that was with um I knew it. I knew it. Michaela. <laughs> Michaela. Oh, okay, Michaela. Michaela, we did that uh Yeah. Man, all these all these songs and these credits are spilling out the top. And he can barely hang on to remember them. <laughs> hey, what, was it like, what was it like singing with Roberto Pulido? Who did the higher harmonies? He did. <laughs> he did. I told him, I said, you know, you know, because nowadays, you know, I mean, you know, like anything else, man, you know, the, yeah. he, uh, hey, hey, he still hits some notes, but it takes him a little while to get there, you know. And I told him, hey, man, I'll do the, the high, you know. The, you know no, come on, I'm going to do the high. <laughs> I said, all right, man, you know. But the, yeah, the impression uh, you know, is just, it's right on the Roberto is just a, it's, you know, for me, it's, it's it's a whole other level because this is a guy I grew up listening to. Yeah. So this is a guy that, that you know, uh, just influenced me so much with what I do now in my style and, and whatnot. And even the way I sing, you know, um, and it's just, that's why I did that album that I did. And that's because I, I didn't do all the songs I wanted to do, but because we were on a time limit. Yeah. And, uh, but hey, I'm, I'm happy with what came out. And um, I don't know, everybody says, well, why don't you do a volume two? And I'm like, well, maybe down the road I will, but, <laughs> but for now I need to, I need to focus on, on some more. Well, music. You have to, you have to pick and choose. I mean, look at the catalog that 
Pulido has. I mean, that's, oh, a, long, that's a long catalog. Yeah. Wasn't he real particular on picking the song he wanted to do with you? Actually, no. He was real. He was real open to whatever I thought was 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 cool. You know, he trusted my judgment, and 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 uh, when I showed him the final list, he says, "Okay, cool, man." You know, he he was actually surprised that I did a song that he did with uh, with a band that he did before he made the classicos. It was a band called uh, Los Casinos, and it's a it's a song called uh, La Pajarera. It's a real old song. Yeah, and I actually did that one. Actually, JB Hernandez, my my drummer. He's the one that said, "Hey, we should do that one, man." Because he did that one before. He was, you know, he had made the classicals, and I said, "How oh, well, we?" So we did it. He was surprised that we had done that one. But, but other than that, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was very, very, very uh, supportive and everything, and and uh, and that's why you know he's he's on the cover, and a lot of people think a lot of people sometimes think, "Oh, is that the new Pulido album?" You know, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, "Well, kind of." <laughs> I mean, they're his songs, you know. So but, what's the uh, pressure? What's the pressure like for a drummer to be playing for the greatest drummer in Tejano? <laughs> JP. No, that, you know, I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna say that, but, but <laughs> those like, looks, those JB, JB, D, D, those looks. JB those was looks. the guy that I looked up to many years ago. You know, JB was playing with Cali Carranza, Oscar G, all these bands. Yeah, Come on, there's got to be nights where you're up there singing and you do this. You look back at the drummer. <laughs> and everybody in the band knows what happened. <laughs> you know, he dropped a beat somewhere. He dropped an accent somewhere because you're singing all of a sudden. To be, uh, to, be quite honest, to be quite honest with you, I don't do that much. What I do do is he'll do something that's like, hell yeah. And I'll turn around and be like, oh, you know, bring it. You know, I mean, you know. Well, yeah, encouragement, man. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, it, it just, uh, you know, I've always had mad respect for, for JB and, and uh, for him being in my group. I mean, it's funny because about 15 years ago when when I said, hey, man, I need a drummer, man, I, you know, and he's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll help you, you know. I'll help you until you can find somebody. So one day they asked him, how long have you been playing with Chente? He goes, well. I've been helping him out for about 50 <laughs> A fill-in. A fill-in. Oh, yeah. The band, the band uh, you know, I'm very lucky, man. My, 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 my band, they've grown to, 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 you know, share the chemistry that they do. I've had this band for quite some time. My keyboard player, Jesse Martinez, has been with me the whole 25 years. Um, you know, he used to be with Elio Quintanilla back yeah. in the day. You know, and then of course JB on drums, Angel on the bass guitar, and I got uh, recently. He's been with us for a couple of years now, and he just—it's it, it, come full circle with the guitar players, Kike Esquivel. Yeah, you know, Kike Esquivel played with my dad, with uh, with David Lee and them guys. So yeah, it's a—it's uh, extra special for me because, like I said, it's come full circle that he was playing with my dad, and then he—you know—he did the first, you know, ten years or so with Emilio. You know, when Emilio kicked off his career, and then he's played with so many other groups. And one day we needed a guitar player, and I said, "Hey, Kike, you want to, you know, again, you want to help us out?" He goes, "Yeah, man, I'll help you all out." And well, he hasn't gone, he hasn't left since, you know. So, <laughs> you know, but uh, and I got uh, Chris Arrocha on accordion, who was actually playing with Emilio when Emilio came back from the accident. Yeah, and uh, was playing with him till, you know, till he, he passed. So he, he uh. I got a bunch of experienced guys, and I'm very lucky to have the guys that I do have, and 
and like I said, the chemistry, I mean, the rhythm section is, is great. I mean, I, I couldn't ask for a better one. And, and uh, you know, we, we, uh, we laugh most of the time. There's no uh, drama. There's no fighting. There's no, uh, you know, uh, uh, how do I say, friction. You know, that, that, that's, uh, that's a big deal with a lot of bands. Yeah. Not just Tejano bands, just bands in general. I mean, it, it's a big family. They're brothers. You're on the road. You, you get on each other's nerves. You, you know, all of the above. So, you know, I can only imagine um, the bands that have females in them. I'm not going to go there. But. <laughs> well, uh, well uh, I was going to say something because I keep getting, I keep harping on all our female artists because they never introduce their band members. And you did it unprompted, which is what guys do. They appreciate the, the, the people that are in the trenches with them. Whereas the females just to come out here and go, oh, I sing. And, and the guys do whatever they do. They set up. Yeah. So, oh, but I, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just figured that I do. I've, I've heard a lot of, uh, I've heard a lot of horror stories of of, <laughs> of groups. But, but hey, it is what it is, man. And, and like I said, I mean, I love everybody that's out there doing it still. And, and uh, you know, uh, there, there's so many groups out there, man, that I that I feel don't get their 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 due because you know. Uh, a lot of people got stuck in the 90s, you know what I mean? Uh, whether it's uh, program directors, uh, promoters, uh, you name it. Everybody that, that's keeping the industry, you know, tied down, you know. Uh, uh, it's like, come on, man, get over it. You know what I mean? The 90s are, are, are long gone. And, yes, there was some great music uh, uh, created in the 90s, even prior to that. The 80s, the 70s, there was great music. Right. And there's still great music oh, today. Yeah. It's just that I feel that. You know, there's there's people that, uh, you know, there, there's there's people that that create a certain clique out there, and if you're not part of that, then uh, you don't get to play at the big gigs, you don't get to play, or you don't get to be seen, you know, a lot of times, and you get the same oh bands over and over playing at the same clubs, playing at the same <laughs> concerts. And, uh, Thank you. I mean, it's just crazy I'm to just hear these the words. Truth. I'm talking the truth. If the shoe fits, I mean, it, it, it is what it ah. is. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I just we know. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, do you? I know you guys went through it, you know, oh. back in the day culturas. I mean, I can only imagine, man. I mean, uh, hey, but you know what? I have a question for you. Uh -oh. I heard a story a while back. Uh oh. That <laughs> He's still there. In yeah. Brownsville, Texas, something happened with Jay Perez while he was with the Musicales, and you sat in with him. Is that true? Oh yeah, yeah. I did two. I did two nights with David Lee, but it wasn't that something happened. He got married. It was when he got married oh, for the first okay. time. And Jay, uh, Jay invited me to the wedding, and then he said, "Hey man, you know, my wife and I want to go on a honeymoon. Uh, can you fill in for me for a couple of days?" And I was like, "Sure, okay." And uh, and we went to Brownsville, and it, but it was me. Um, there was two other guys, like uh, uh, Ruel, uh, uh, Ruel. What's Ruel's last name? Martinez, uh, yeah, yeah, Martinez, Ruel Martinez, and the guy who was singing with Ro, uh, Rodeo at the, I mean, not Rodeo with um, Texas Latino at the time, not Ricky, Rick. not Rick. It was a, uh, it was another guy. But the three of us, we learned as many of the songs as we could, and we just kind of wow. Ping yeah, pong pong. The, I was talking to this guy, this promoter, and he says, "Hey man, so uh, one day I booked David Lee, and uh, his guy came on the bus and said, hey, uh.'" Uh, you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be surprised today. And he says, "What do you 
Jay Pettis, now that you say that, he did say, he says, Jay Pettis is getting married, and uh, we brought somebody else. He says, well, who the hell did you bring? You know, all these people yeah. are expecting Jay to be here. He says, well, we got D from Culturas. And the guy says, what? You got who? Club he, Genesis. Yeah. He says, well, and he says, dude, he told me, dude, that people ate it up, bro. So I can yeah. only imagine how that show went, man. It was great. And here, here's the thing, though, that afterwards, uh, Tony, uh, David's dad, yeah. what, he, he wanted to know, so can we convince you to come join the band? I said, wow. So, but uh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. Yeah. But, but that was great, man. It was gen it was the Genesis Club, and that was the big club down yeah, there. Yeah, man, in Brownsville. Oh, man, that was fun. Wow. De Salinas, cool. California. Chip, they uh, one of the bands. I don't know, is it because you guys are cool or do promoters like to see you guys play together? I'm always seeing you headlining with uh, Despos, Despos, Despos. What's up, Prados, uh, yeah. you know what, man? We, we're, we're just good friends, yeah. um, and I can, never, I can never do a gig and without one of them, Michael Lee saying, Hey, don't leave. Don't leave it. Don't leave it. Yeah. Try to get it. I tried to get away, but I can't. So, you know, they always like to do, you know, collabs and whatnot, and we always have a lot of fun. And, and uh, you know, uh, but yeah, man, those guys are just good friends. And you know what? Just it's actually just ironic that you know we play together a lot of gigs. Here, uh, here lately, we've been doing uh, we've been doing this collab with Raulito and yeah. Oscar T. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've got. Uh, They've got some new recordings coming out, and uh, some of the guys that play in my band recorded with them. And uh, you know, sometimes uh, if they don't want to hire just one of us, we'll say, "Well, we got a little package here. You guys are interested in," and that usually works, you know. So, you know, you get you get three for one, you know, so or two <laughs> for one, you know. So anyway, and, and so you know, it, it works out, man. So I'm uh, actually uh, gonna be. Where do you where do you live in? Uh, where do you live, Marcus? I'm in Waco. Waco, okay. So we're gonna play, we're gonna play in Temple, I guess at the Longhorn. They're starting to do stuff again. Oh yeah, heck we're gonna yeah. Be there in October, not willing. Yeah. When are you I'll gonna come play Greeley, man? Greeley, man. You know what? <laughs> the last time I went to Colorado, I had a very interesting. You talked about uh, promoters uh, burning bands. Uh huh. Unfortunately, last time I went to Colorado, that happened, but not because of the of the venue. It's because of the the guy that the, the booking agent that booked us so uh, i'm not gonna mention any names but but he is uh he's the son of a of a one of the big big uh, giant town artists i'll just leave it at that oh um, <laughs> but uh i would love to go down there man we've been trying to go to colorado for a while so um the last time we were in colorado we got a great response it was at the adams county fair adams county fair the state fair yeah, yeah. we played there uh, with a couple other bands, with uh, Raulito. It was uh, uh, Raulito, Little, no, not Little Joe. It yeah, it was Little Joe, Raulito, yeah. and uh, myself, and I believe uh, one of the groups from there played. Yeah, uh, the, um, the, Latin, the Latiners. Something. I, I, I don't Los Martinez brothers. Something, something, but but it was yeah. good. It was a great crowd. I mean, they received us very well, and I said, man, I got to come back over here, man. You know? So maybe... Uh, Maybe D could be a promoter for a weekend. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Oh man, it's eight thirty-four. I usually give at eight o'clock. This is this is the the Three Amigos show, which is a one-hour show. But uh, we we have yet to ever have a one-hour show. We're at an hour and a half now. And Gente, man, you're 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 fun to talk to. And man, I'm still fanboying over you. Man. No, no, no. <laughs> you no, I want to thank you guys, man, for this opportunity. You know, I mean. Uh, it's uh we need more shows like this you know i had started a little thing called anuncios a while back and i would just you know get on there and get on my laptop and and then somebody said hey well you need to buy this kind of mic and you need to buy this and that and, other. and i'm like hey man i don't know about all that crap. i just want to play music and you know talk little you know i would just talk about you know where we were going to be that weekend or i would try to push a certain gig that we're going to be at and basically that's all i would do but man with uh you know having a a part-time job and then trying to do this it just got i got real busy doing other things and i just stopped doing it but but i do plan on, on coming back and hopefully you know uh making some noise and uh i was actually working on a uh an internet radio station all these uh these albums that 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 i've been on i want everybody to hear them i want everybody to hear that i was on you know uh, intocable sueños album i was on maz's solo para ti album uh so many records that I've done with David Lee, with Jay, with Ram, uh, the stuff that I did with Culturas, the old stuff, the new stuff coming out. Uh, you know, the list goes on, right? So a I month, it's like a month I, for I you to have get to a radio that. station where I can say, look, I played on this, I wrote this song, I produced this band, I did this, and it's not to be me, 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 me. It's just to show you, uh, hey, look, man, you know, here's something that you know I created or I was part of, just to to you know. Uh, Promote, promote myself and promote what I've done. So we're going to come up with a new term now. Yeah, he's really Chen Tassel. <laughs> Welcome to Chen Tassel Radio. There you go. <laughs> well, if you ever get into wanting to do VJing or anything like that or wanting to be a part of any show, let us know. Hey, we need you. Man, Chente, watch out. Juan will talk you into anything. How do you think he got Marcus and I trapped here, dude? I was gonna say, how did y'all, how did y'all become the three amigos? Thanks to the pandemic. <laughs> it's 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 one, one. Uh, do you realize one and I've never met? We've we've never met. We we've, we've been working long distance, and he's my boss. So, but I haven't met him yet. Wow, uh, I've met Chente before, and of course I know Marcus. You know for a long time. I've, I've never met D. I've only had one interaction with him when he was with Culturas and probably one of his last shows that I was hearing. I was like, wow, really? One of his last shows? Fourth of July in Houston. And I, was, I think that was probably their last show then. You know, and wow. I was grateful. How was, your, how was your grito? How was your grito, one? Kevin kicked my ass, like you said. Kevin kicked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were performing. They were doing their thing. And, uh, you know, D likes to get the crowd interacted with the shows, right. of course. And uh, he goes, he goes, who wants to throw a grito? And it was me and a bunch of my friends there. And uh, they all pointed at me, of course. So we were all front stage right there, all fanboyed out, like he calls it and stuff. We we're just shocked. And so they're all pointing at me. So he gives me the mic. He goes, here, throw a grito. I threw my grito, whatever. All right, he goes, okay, now we got Kevin Russell. He's going to throw a grito. Man, he threw his grito for like three minutes or something like that. Real <laughs> loud. And yeah, don't he goes, do that he goes, with Kevin, man. And he tells me, sorry, man, he kicked their ass. And then they kept on going with their show. That was the only interaction I had with D. Wow. But the, re the reason I'm here, and I'm, the reason Marcus, I mean, I can't say no. If, you, if people ask me, hey, can you help me with the project? Can you can you do this for me? 
I think I always it was, say yes. I think it was twenty. I think it was twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. D, can you lend me twenty bucks now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, think the, I think you're the second person on our show that asked him that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I think well, was it twenty eighteen? I think D finally showed his face on social media. Yeah. And uh, I saw it, and I was like, man, let me take a chance. Let me see if we get it for an interview. Sure enough, he said he responded back about the, a day later and said, "Yeah, we'll do an interview." So from there on, man, we hit it off, and I did. We did a couple interviews and wonder where he was at this whole time and what he's been up to, and and then uh, all of a sudden, them two collaborated. Uh, Dean Martin collaborated together with the on a song, and then somehow we all managed to talk about it, and we're just like, "Hey, let's do the podcast thing," you know. And we did. It was a uh, pandemic; everything shut down, and. We had nothing else to do, so we just did a couple shows, and pandemic was over. These guys went back to work, and then later on, we just still had that this chemistry, you know, working together. So we decided, hey, let's do this three amigos thing again, and sure enough, it led up to this point. Wow, well, that's cool, man. I'm, uh, I uh, just want to thank you guys again, man, for this for this moment to 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 come on here, and like I said, I'm uh, I'm old school, man, so you know, I stayed. Playing uh, Centipede and Donkey Kong. And- oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I was playing, I was playing uh, Mario World. <laughs> yeah, somebody said, somebody said to me, somebody said to me, hey, man, have you ever played Assassin's Creed? And I'm like, uh, what's that? <laughs> no. Said, no, it's a video game, man. It's got this, that, and the other. And I said, well, the only video game I've ever played was uh, Galaga and uh, Dig Dug and yeah, yeah. Uh, those are good Anyways. games, man. Yeah, Dude, I've got all those games. I've got all those games on the Wii. I've got every Mario made up to Mario Nine. So, yeah. wow. Uh, Ernie, <laughs> Ernie Gonzalez says, "D, we will be in Greeley September seventh. Dude, all right. we got to finish the album, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got to get concluded yeah, out the there, man. They said it was supposed to be released in May. I think we're a little past time already, man." I've got to be in. I've got to drive to Nashville. May of twenty four. <laughs> there you go. We got everybody excited already, man. They're waiting for it. It's gonna be called Cultura's Watch. <laughs> Chente, Chente, do you have a Roku TV? I do. You downloaded uh, Tejano TV yet? I haven't. You yeah, need to download Tejano TV, man. You can watch it gonna- uh, because again. Somebody told me, don't, don't. I said, hell, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> oh, my god! Somebody in the house, help him. Yeah, I know, hey, really. But I, 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 was, I was very proud of myself because I couldn't log on, and finally I figured it out. I typed in the whole deal, and then, boom, I got on. I'm like, hey. Hey. Right. <laughs> I, I saw the Thanks message. I did, I, I, did message something, from, I did something from 2010 this way. Must have had a flip phone. <laughs> no, I don't. I got a message from Chente an hour before the show that just said help. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you did way better than Ram. Way better than Ram. Ram was uh, it was pretty right. rough to get no, him going. No, be- wait, between, wait, wait. between him, between him and Arturo, those were the two that were <laughs> no, just oh couldn't, couldn't get it straight, man. And we were live, yeah. But before yeah. we go, I've got to hear two more impressions, dude. Because everybody doesn't, because everybody doesn't, Roberto, please, oh, dude, let me tell you, man, because it, it happened to me, too. Oh, my heart was broken. So everybody does Roberto, but I'm, not very many people can do Jay, and you do a perfect Jay Fennis, man. So before we go, just. And he was doing, he was doing uh, Ram, too. Yeah, he does. 
You just got like a question, man. What? I can't think of anything. <laughs> do a primo. Do a primo. No, so check it out. So when I got out of the Jays band, <laughs> um, I said, hey, man, there's this kid. Uh, man, I forget his name. and I'm, I'm, I'm getting bad at that. He was from Houston. And I said, hey, man, there's this kid. He wants to talk to you. He wants to, you know, audition for the drummer. Does he play like you? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that was good. <laughs> oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you guys are watching, of course, we have Mr. Chente Barrera. Uh, we are actually going to have two shows next week. And uh, we're excited for one of them, but we'll leave that one for the last one. But we do have a couple of artists that are going to be on the show with us. One is an artist, and the other one is an actress who's going to be with us on the show next uh, Wednesday. So let's see who it is. Next week on the Three Amigos Show Special Edition, we talk to award-winning singer-songwriter Danny Farias and actress, model, producer Brandy Lopez as they discuss upcoming projects like their new variety show set in San Antonio, their celebration of Mas Chingon Radio's 10th anniversary party in December, and the new film Tamale Season making its world premiere. That's next Thursday right here on the Three Amigos Show Special Edition. It's actually oh, going to be Thursday. <laughs> I, I, I have to make a comment here. What? That I don't think that's Brandy Lopez. No, it is. That was Brandy. I know. I, was, I wasn't sure. I made this commercial this afternoon. So it was like two hours before the show. And I made, but she was on the King of Queens. Uh, she was on General Hospital. And uh, so I went to her her, her fan page. So I'm like, well, that doesn't look like Brandy Lopez. That doesn't look like her. I got the picture from her. So yeah, it's wow. Brandy Lopez. Oh, yeah, okay. But yeah, she's coming out with a new show called Tamale Season. I, I'm really shady on the details. I really don't know exactly what it is. Um, it's about a, it's about an immigrant family and their their trials and tribulations during the Christmas season from all their white neighbors. Okay, and then uh, I know they work. I know they're going to get picked up by a network. And I think they're going to give us uh, the rights to play the show here on Tejano TV. So hopefully we get that. that and then uh, I know they're working on a brand new, uh, kind of like a hee-haw version, uh, Tejano version of hee-haw type of thing. Yeah. It's going to be in San Antonio. They're going to be inviting artists to come out and, and perform <laughs> and do little skits. Well, you guys, guys watched the Tejano America. Yeah. <laughs> I did a hee-haw thing. With Raulito. Raulito, I yeah, remember that. That. Yeah. that was that was, uh, that was crazy, man. So this is I cannot, be, I cannot believe be like we that. did that crap. <laughs> did but this is gonna be like that. It's gonna be an hour variety show. They're gonna invite artists and people. They're gonna do little skits and stuff. Yeah. And that's also gonna be filmed and it's gonna be played here on Tahano TV. <laughs> and uh, I know that uh, they we're gonna be working on uh, Mastercard Radio's 10th anniversary party this coming December. Uh, we're still waiting on confirmation on location and stuff, and we're going to invite everybody to uh, come out there and just enjoy. It's going to be free for everybody, so come out there and enjoy. Uh, we'll and the good thing is that day. we got a Chente Barrera y el, el Taconazo band. They're going to be playing for free. That, that, wow. That's good. That's that he don't no, that's it. That's it. We don't have a flat on the way there. <laughs> oh, wow. He's got his excuses lined up already. <laughs> So well, Chente couldn't make it, but we got 15 of his CDs that we could just play them all. 
But that is why I'm our guest tonight, man. We really, no, man. really appreciate well, thank, it. Thank you once again, uh, everybody that uh, tuned in, everybody that uh, left messages. Uh, to everybody out there, man. I mean, I know this ain't gonna be the last time that I'm on here. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, we're gonna do a new show called The Four Amigos. All right. <laughs> we're upgrading. <laughs> and we'll do uh, we'll do more impressions of Tejano artists. <laughs> wow. We need, we, need to, we, need to get to, we need to get together with Danny and uh, Brandy and just start doing a bunch of skits and impressions of everybody. Wow. <laughs> But we do have another uh, great comedian who's going to be joining us next Wednesday, and I'm very excited about this one. Go ahead, check this one out real quick. This week on the Three Amigos Show. He's a Latino comedy icon. You know him as Paul Rodriguez. All your prayers in Spanish. I don't think God speaks Spanish, huh? Tune in August 30th to see the one and only Paul Rodriguez here on the Three Amigos Show. We shall sing... We shall gather at the river to prevent the Mexicans from crossing. Paul Rodriguez, live and in color. Right here on the Three Amigos Show. That is going to be awesome, man. Get him on the show. Hopefully wow, he doesn't cancel cool. on it. The last minute and get a flat tire either. <laughs> <laughs> they had a flat tire on the plane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, everybody knows uh, Paul Rodriguez, all the comedy, born in East LA, Emilio yeah. Tijuana. Uh, comedy relief back in the early 80s. He's the comedy. Yeah, he was, did a bunch of stuff, man. So we, I can't wait to hear all the stories and, and oh, stuff. Man. So this will be awesome. Paul Rodriguez. Oh, oh, but we did... as funny as this show. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of stories. Uh, but we did have one more video. So let's go ahead and uh, play that one real quick. And I think this one is from Chente Barrera's 20th anniversary. And this is uh, the last medley they did before the show ended. So let's go ahead and check this one out. Haciendo tan solitita Que si andas buscando amores Aquí estoy yo Paloma, chiquito de oro Chiquititita Oh, Dios mío. 
vivir sin amor. Otra dice. Oye, grabaciones. Haz un amor sin para todos ustedes. No me vuelvo a enamorar, Oye. Salgo engañado, todo el tiempo se me va, ese amor que me han robado. Ya me cansé de tantas mentiras y los sufrimientos de dolor. Sé que voy a ser bien adelante. Tengo miedo a la traición No me vuelvo a enamorar Porque yo soy el que pierde Mi confianza y mi suerte Más que nada mi valor No me vuelvo a enamorar Porque ya son muchas veces Que por mi te mueres, mi amor. Todo una caricia quiero de ti. Para que retorne a mi alma el calor. Si tus celos fueran sensualidad, evitarás de sufrir el dolor. Para mí sería la felicidad. Porque al ser esta
all this time you've been saying JB and I uh, didn't think anything of it. Texas Latino JB. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Man, you okay. know, the, 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 the one medley I was looking for and to, that, to come out that clear was the 80s medley. I love that, that medley. Yeah. That's probably my favorite track of yours, the medley and everything else, but it wasn't one that was clear like that, professional, and I wanted to get that one so bad. Oh, yeah, that was hard to find. Yeah. Hey, Quinte, uh, as much as I hate to say it, though, as long as I've known you, I still look at you and I still see a little kid, man. Like, <laughs> it's okay, I, I it's okay. how parents look at their own children. They, they, they never grow up. You will always be a little kid to me, man. Yeah, so good. Him. You're not the only one that tells me that. Ram tells me that all the time, too. Cynthia, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, I know you know as an artist, you, you you meet a lot of people, and you may it may be 10 seconds that you talk to them, but you make an impression on them that they never forget, you know? Uh, you're at an explosion, and you were walking by yourself, I don't know why, in uh, maybe 2014. And I went up to you, shook your hand, told you I was in a band, and, and told you I was I covered uh, I was gonna cover Paloma the next day. Wow. And you, you looked at me and said, oh really, what's the name of your band? <laughs> I said, Grupo Sistema. And you go, it's a good name. And you walked <laughs> off, you walked off. I went and told the band, dude, I talked to Chip there. <laughs> so, I mean, 2014 or 15? One of those wow. years. Yeah, I went and told the band, man. I was like, dude, I talked to Chip there, man. I told him we were covering the song. Hope he didn't show up. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, hey, Marcus, how come Chente's never played with the two black guys that are in Tejano, man? That's, that's Maybe it's a race thing. I don't He's know. racist. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need to cover some, uh, we need to cover uh, Hot for Teacher and then uh, get a play with <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. David Lee Rodriguez says, Orale, brother, Chente. Awesome Hell artist. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Ernie says, uh, "I never said that." Wow! Oh, out on the <laughs> wow. Dude, man, twenty twenty seven is gonna come around. The long way to go through that album. <laughs> wow, wow. Jay, Timothy, I know you got to go to bed, man, because you're so past your bedtime about now. You got school tomorrow. <laughs> We want to thank you so much for joining us, man. It's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on our show. Thank you guys, man, once again. And uh, we'll do this again soon. And uh, maybe uh, when, when I'm ready to do my uh, my uh, radio thing and whatnot, I'll, I'll give you guys a call. And uh, maybe I can help you with some of this video stuff that I don't understand from this don't is like worry, I'll be, I'll be handling it. You, That's you the man know. right there. there you go. You're that, ladies and gentlemen. Chente Barrera is going to be our new VJ. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get you under contract. We, said, we, locked, we locked him in. There. We locked him in already. We got Chente Barrera. We'll be part of the Hano TV. There you go. Yes, make, sure you guys, make sure you guys download the Hano TV on all your Roku devices right now, man. There you go. <laughs> Thank you guys once channel. again, man. And, uh, and we'll see you guys soon, man. Uh, we'll be talking. Stay, right. stay, stay, stay with us uh, after the show. We need to get. Got to do a drop. All right. Um, but, but yeah, make sure you guys check out the Hano TV. We got three channels. We got all the new videos. We got all the old school videos, and you got uh, 24 hours of our crazy asses. <laughs> if you got time to spare, you got 24 hours in the day to kill. Hang out with us. <laughs> Just hang out with us. Cool. We got a bunch of laughs. 
But thank you guys so much for joining us. I want to thank my baby, Lila Cervantes, Lila Lisa Promotions, our uh, Archie's Homestyle Burger here in Catula, Texas, Mr. Danny Farias, Marasul Tequila, the new face of tequila. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. And, of course, Janie's Record Shop in San Antonio, Texas. Chente, happy early birthday, brother. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Appreciate on the it. On the 31st. Yes, sir. I just saw it in the magazine earlier. We got one uh, Nuestra Musica Monthly magazine. Oh, yeah. I saw your name on there. I was like, hey, happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Right on, man. What do you what do you get for your birthday? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a teddy bear or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, gente. Yeah. So I'll get a new Nintendo. Is that still a lot of Atari or something? You Sorry. Get those little bootleg ones that you can put all the games on them. There you go. I, yo, I've got an actual Atari system sitting right over here. <laughs> It's got all, I've got all the uh, Atari games. <clears throat> I, I have one of those bootleg ones that have the emulators and stuff in them and the ROMs and man, it's that's awesome. Thing. No, this is actually made by Atari. It's still in the box <laughs> and everything, so it's cool. I'll show you next time. Nice. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, we have the legendary Mr. Chente Barrera with us. Thank you so much, Chente, for being with us. I am El Guy. I'm the Destructor. Marcus Daniels, Midnight Mariachi. <laughs> and we'll and see you next is. time. We'll see you next week, right here on the Three Amigos Show. I don't want to. That's time on the Three Amigos Show. He's in the house, America's Latino funny man, Paul Rodriguez. All your prayers in Spanish. I don't think God speaks Spanish, huh? Tune in August thirtieth to find out why he's so passionate about Tejano music. We shall gather at the river to prevent the Mexicans from crossing. Tune in and see Paul Rodriguez next time on the Three Amigos Show. Brought to you by Maschingon Radio, LilaLisaPromotions.com, musician Danny Farias, Marasul Tequila, taste the new face of tequila, Archie's Homestyle Burgers in Catula, Texas. Janie's Record Shop in San Antonio, Texas, and Dejano TV. You can view the Three Amigos show on all your favorite streaming platforms and on all your Roku devices. The Three Amigos show.